The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. All right, let's get it happening. It's uh, six minutes after 11 o'clock Saturday morning. Loving it. And back here for another edition of the Pinpoint Health Show. This is the hour that is live, ready for you. You have questions about your health. Uh, ask it. Come on air and ask it. You could be uh, answering or at least asking a question that many other people have had in their mind as well, whether it's COVID-19 related or something wrong with your, your bones, your muscles, your joints. Whatever, bring it on. We'll have a, a bit of a discussion here. 416-870-6400, 416-870-6400, info at pinpointhealth.ca. And pinpointhealth.ca, the website, of course, to find a, a clinic underneath the uh, the banner that is open and ready to serve you and help you out. So don't hesitate to reach out to uh, to Dr. Lou. And the the Lou Down, the long-form podcast is still happening. If you haven't checked that out, uh, wherever you Listen and or watch your favorite podcast. Go there and check out the Ludon. How are you doing, pal? Good morning. Good morning, John. I'm well. How are you? Good. Ready to go. What's uh, what's on the docket for uh, for today? That's awesome. Um, one thing that we haven't spoken about in a very long time purposefully, because I think people were sort of tired of it, um, and you sort of briefly mentioned it there, COVID-19. Um, you know, over this week, I actually was able, as a healthcare professional, uh, we've been able to get vaccinated over the last few weeks, and I was uh, uh, lucky enough to get my first shot of the Pfizer vaccine on uh, uh, no Thursday Good. or Wednesday. I can't remember. Um, so, you know, my you know public service announcement is I do think anybody that is eligible um, should really consider it. Obviously, speak with your healthcare professional. There might be some contraindication where it may not be a good idea for you particularly. Some people have. Uh, allergies to certain vaccinations and things like that but all else being equal and if there's no other things there uh, I do genuinely think it's it's a good thing um, for the majority of us to get and and sort of get all of this behind us now you know and I, I've spoken to a lot of people that will say yeah but it doesn't actually prevent you from getting it and it doesn't you know and and that's really the case no vaccine prevents you from getting any of the diseases they're intended for it, it helps you to build an early immune response so should you be exposed um, the effects of it would be very, very minimal. That's what all vaccines um, are meant to do. So I do think, um, again, if, if people that are eligible, especially the elderly, especially the groups that are at the highest risk, right? Um, if yeah. you if you're at a high risk of severe, I, I did it. I don't. I'm not in a high risk group. I am a healthcare professional, so I'm dealing with patients. Um, so that was the main reason, and and sort of to preach what I. Um, sorry to do what I preach, and I've and I've said from the beginning, you know, when it was available, I would get it done myself. So I'm not going to be a hypocrite and tell others to get it. Uh, if I'm not going to get it, I don't. I'm not worried. Sure. Like I, I was never worried in terms of uh, whether I was at high risk or not. But um, I think, you know, again, if if you're in the groups that are eligible for it, it should be a serious consideration. And uh, I think the discussion around it is is a healthy thing. I know some people might have questions. I think we do need to do, I think most people need to realize that a lot of the conspiracy stuff out there is just absolute BS. Like some of, some of the things that I've heard are, are, are absolutely crazy. Like my biggest concern would be, is it as effective as it's meant to be? That, that is the worst mm-hmm. case scenario for me. Does it actually do what it's intended to do? But I've heard things like, you know, that now people, now you can be tracked or, um, you know, it's poison and it's like, come on, like, 
it's the when you consider already how many people have gotten it it's like one of the largest trials ever in terms of if there was stuff there and you know like here's the reality i i had this discussion with someone the other day who said well I've heard of some instances where people have reacted negatively to it and even, uh, you know, and let's take the worst case scenario, right? Like let's take, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not saying that this is the cause, but I'm saying let's, let's have this hypothetical discussion. You know, tens of millions of people have had this already. And I know there's been some, some stories of people like one or two people that have had like very severe uh, reaction and even potentially maybe died from it. And I'm not completely aware of it, but I guess the point that I want to make is if, if 50 million people have had this thing and, and there's a few that, and it sucks for those few, I'm not trying to minimize that, but the analogy 100%. that I gave is if the analogy that I gave is if we got 50 million people to go run a marathon, there's going to be a few of them that die because everything yep. that we do potentially could have a risk, right? Like this is where I'm saying that's when I, the way I started, you've got to make sure it's the right idea for you. Right. And, and that's the and, and that's not just a decision that you can make on your own, but you can talk to your health professional. Maybe I, I have, for example, another a cousin of mine who works in healthcare. Um, she's had very bad reactions to other vaccinations for other mm-hmm. things. So she's opted not to get it. At, and even as per the advice of her physician, that makes sense. Right. Like that's a clear reason why it's not a good idea for that person. And that's how you mitigate and, and minimize the the potential for serious complications. Uh, but that is the stuff. And, and, you know, the consent form, it goes the nurses and the doctors that are delivering the vaccination. You have to go through a whole consent where they ask you things. If you've ever had allergic reactions, do you have any other medical conditions? Are you on any certain medications? Like there is a big screening process, right? And yes, it's true. It's not meant for every single person. And I don't, I'm not someone that says, hey, you know, we should have mandatory vaccination for every human alive. That's not me. But if it's a, but if you're in, in the right criteria, you're the right person for it, and it's going to help to uh, create herd immunity. You know, what people don't realize is people, I, I had another discussion with someone, John, who said, well, you know, the reality is I'm in an age group where if I got this thing, um, you know, it, it just, it wouldn't do anything to me. And it's like, what people don't understand is viruses mutate over time. You could be that person that's helping the mutation, even though it may not cause severe illness in you, you can create a mutation that, and and this doesn't happen in any just one given person, but if everyone thinks that way, it gives so much time, the same way that the flu bug is always changing. That's what we're running into. That's why there's so many variants. We've seen it in one year where this virus has been here. It's mutated a few times. If we don't get to the point where we sort of start to eliminate it, those mutations will continue to happen. And you don't want to catch a mutation that's absolutely devastating. Like, thankfully, none of the mutations have been horrible in terms of fatality. They're not good either. But it's not like, you know, a 10% kill rate. Like, you know, that's what we've also got to think about. It's, and that sort of goes back to even when I talk about other things on this show where I say the realm of possibilities that you're not aware of. This is why people that are smarter than all of us are looking at these things and trying to say, hey, we've got to be careful with this. Although it may not be a big deal right now in terms of the fatality that it causes, you don't want to take the chance of, of getting some super bug that's mutated enough that does create that problem, right? So, so we've got to have this balancing act. And I think a debate is good uh, as long as it's healthy and it's based on facts. I know people have concerns. Um, 
about all these things because it's so new. Um, you know, it, it didn't undergo years and years of trials and things like that. But I do genuinely believe, like, when you look at what it took to produce other vaccines uh, for other things, and they were done over a period of years and by a handful of scientists in, like, a basement lab, um, we had the whole world working on this, all of the smartest uh, scientists in the world that, that work in this field uh, working on this. It, to me, it's no surprise that, the, that as, as, as humans, we were able to do this. That, that's what makes us, we're all animals, but that's what makes us more special than other animals, right? Like the fact that we have the ability to do something like this. We had a crisis, the right people came together and, and created something that at the very least, it's not like it prevents it but it minimizes the risk of serious illness. It gives you an, a, an early immune response. And that's also what will happen even if you're not a high-risk group and you were never going to have a severe illness. That bug gets in your, inside your body. Your immune system attacks it. It kills it. It prevents mutation. It's also about stopping this. That, that's the other thing. Um, so that's my, my two cents on all of this. I do genuinely think if people can get it and, and, and it makes sense for them based on their current health, profile that they should get it well you know to your point i have a couple there's so many things we could talk about when it comes to this uh, this vaccine and this virus but a couple weeks ago i was chatting with the co-founder of moderna absolutely brilliant guy canadian guy and uh, yeah. we, 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 he, he broke down how the virus, or at least how the vaccine, as far as Moderna, came about. And this this wasn't, you know, everyone's like, how did this thing get made so fast? I don't trust it. They're going to track me, like you said. He's like, no, no, this, this the Moderna virus and the, the Pfizer uh, are both mRNA vaccines. Now, this was something they were yeah. working on for years with stem cell research. Oh. This just happened to yeah, be Yeah, like, they've oh, been guys, working on this favor? technology for yeah. like 30 years. Yeah, they said, you guys might just retooling your shop for a sec. we got a virus here we want to try to beat. Oh, okay. So that's what it was based on. This isn't fresh ideals yeah. and some witchcraft. This no. is stuff that was already in the no. works for another purpose. So that's why it came about so fast. And, I mean, to your point, I mean, it, you know, the other thing I've been hearing from so many people, and, and you know, it, it is the media. It's like you've got the Pfizer vaccine. You've got the Moderna. You've got the AstraZeneca. And I hear people, even within my own family, are like, Oh, I'm, I'm not going to take the Pfizer. I'm waiting for the Moderna. I wouldn't touch it. Like it's, first of all, it's not a buffet. You don't go up and order whichever one you want. And then all of a sudden, everybody's everybody's got everybody's a virologist. They all know how to make these viruses. All of a sudden, like, do you know really what's in a bottle of aspirin? Have you ever have you ever said no? I don't yeah. want to take that uh, that Tylenol. I want this Tylenol. What are you talking about? You don't know anything about it. You're not a scientist. Just take the damn vaccine and roll up your sleeve. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy what's going what's going on out there. It's crazy. Absolutely. And, and, you know, again, I think healthy discussions that are based on facts are important. Uh, oh. But when people start getting into all of these other things that make no sense, like, you know, John, you're saying within your family, within my own family, okay, I've heard some things and it's like, you know, people, there's a hypocritical level like where, you know, the, people will condemn these pharmaceutical companies, right? And listen, I'm not saying that anything is perfect, but we have created something in modern medicine where things that would have killed us a hundred years ago don't even affect us anymore. There are people like that are being cured from cancer right now from the chemotherapy drugs that are made from the exact same companies, right? Like, of course, they're business. Of course, they've got to make money like anybody would, right? Like anybody that's in business can tell you, yeah, they're in it to make money. Otherwise, there's no point to a business. But they are providing something for us. They are providing like again, like to your point about this technology, this wasn't something that was like, okay, let's just figure it out right now. 
this has been in the works for so long for other things. And like you said, it was just retooled to do something to help create an immune response. And it's just crazy. And, and I mean, everyone that I know that's a healthcare professional, we've all lined up to get it. Like if we actually thought it was bad for people, would we get it for ourselves, right? Like right. would we subject ourselves, our families to get it? It's just crazy that people have this idea. And, you know, even I've heard even other people that have all of the worst habits you can imagine, right? Like I've talked to some people who are like extreme drinkers, smokers, all the wrong things that you can do. And they're worried about that being poisoned. It's like, um, you know, you know, the other stuff you're doing that's poisoning you, right? Like there, you can live a healthy lifestyle and, and, and that would probably be much better. So you know, anyways, I, I get it. I, there's a lot of misinformation out there and people mm -hmm. get worried and scared. Uh, but I, I just genuinely think sometimes you've just got to stop and look at the facts and, and like sort of say, hang on a sec. Like, you know, these people that are spreading misinformation, you don't think there's something for them to gain out of it. You don't think it's all clickbait that makes them money. You're talking about pharmaceutical companies needing to make money or Bill Gates. Bill Gates already has more money than he's ever going to need. Um, so it's just, it's funny. It's, 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 yeah. it really is. 416-870-6400. You have any health concerns, uh, something this morning, just want to ask a simple question to Dr. Lou. Now would be the time to do it. We got open lines, bring it on. Pinpoint health show continues 416-870-6400. We'll take a break and be uh, right back at it. Pinpoint health show, global news radio health.ca would be the, uh, the way to do that. We will get to, uh, Ben, Ben, thanks for hanging on through the break. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's on your mind, pal? I want to ask the doctor, on, on the Pfizer website, it says that the long-term effects or benefits of this vaccine is unknown. Yep. What information he has that's pertaining to the, the long-term effects mm -hmm. of the vaccine? Right. Does he have any? Well, I, no, of course not. There's, there, it hasn't been studied it's over. Safe. It's safe. I'm sorry? But you say the vaccine is safe. I, I think it is, yeah, based on all the research that's been done to date. Yes. Yeah. The, the manufacturer on the website, taken on March 13th, it says the long-term effects or benefits is unknown. That's on the Pfizer website. It was on mm -hmm. the Pfizer website on March 13th. But you think mm -hmm. it's safe. Thank you very much, my friend. No problem. Long-term effects of COVID aren't probably that safe either, right? So, well, that's that's just it. And here's the thing that people, you know, I didn't have an opportunity to have a discussion, but um, it is about understanding causation versus correlation, right? And that that's an important thing. People, you know, are people that got the vaccine in ten years going to die? Consequently, not sorry, not consequently, but just in coincidence of a heart attack or stroke of course we would have anyways right people can't just assume that these things um cause that there's a causation a lot of this stuff is correlation um and again we know sort of with with looking at other vaccines all we're doing is building an immune response um mm -hmm. the long-term effects when they when they look at that that also means it may not provide long-term uh, protection against covid Right. So that that is where I think the worst case scenario is it just doesn't provide long term protection. Right. Maybe there's only a, a certain amount of time. But again, we've got to 
you know, everybody's so willing to use all of the other technology that we have in this world and never ask questions. Like, John, you made this comment once, like, you don't know how your phone works, but everyone's on it, right? And, and, and we accept that science is good for those things, but somehow science is bad when it comes to our health. I think anybody that works in this industry is doing something that they're trying to do a benefit. Like, I don't think that anyone's out there trying to make this uh, something that's harmful for the population. You know, you know, we do know long-term effects of cigarettes and alcohol, fatty liver, lung cancer, but people still yeah. seem to be going out to gas stations. Yeah, no no act, no exercise. Yeah, exactly. No. Linda, good morning. Welcome to the show. How are you? Yeah, good morning. Thanks, thanks for taking my call. Um, of course. I was just wondering, if I had um, a bad reaction to the flu shot, would I, yeah. should I be concerned about uh, getting the vaccine like it? Well, so one of the questions that that will be asked is, is if you've ever had any negative reactions to other vaccinations. So you're one of those examples where I started in the show as an individual. You may want to talk with your primary healthcare professional, your doctor, and find out what they think, right? They know your your overall health history. I, I don't. Uh, but there may be something there where they say, yeah, maybe right now you shouldn't get it or or whatever. But, you know, if you've had a negative reaction to any other vaccination, then that is something that you should definitely say, okay, hang on, let, let me go get an opinion on this before I actually jump to getting it. Okay, thank you very much. No problem. Thanks, Linda. Appreciate the phone call. 416-870-6400 is the way to call through, ask your questions, whether it's a personal nature or otherwise about your health. Lynn, you're up next. Good morning. Hello. Hi, Lynn. Hi. Hi. Um, I've had a chronic cough for over two months. I had it in the spring as well. All the COVID tests are negative. They've done x-rays, CAT scan, can't find anything wrong. If I get the vaccine, the AstraZeneca, which I'm eligible for, or will it be less effective if I get it when I have this cough? I don't actually know the answer to that. I, I, I'm not sure. Again, that's a sort of a personalized question based on your medical history. Um, I, again, would speak to your uh, primary physician about that in terms of what they think. Um, whether I, I, I would guess that the answer is probably no, but I, I can't say for sure, um, especially if you've got nothing going on. Like, as an example, my mom, who was eligible, um, actually has COPD and she's got this uh, inflammation uh, in her lungs at the moment from a um, from something that is unrelated to COVID or anything like that. But she was eligible to get it and her respirologist recommended, yes, you should still get it, even more so because you might actually be at an increased risk if you do get the virus. Um, so, so we got her the vaccine. Okay. No, I just read on the internet that the vaccine will be less effective if you have a virus in your body because Potentially, I have a yeah. infection. Yeah, it, it, I mean, that that from a, a theoretical perspective and what I know about microbiology makes sense just based on the fact that your immune system is already working on something else, right? So um, yeah. the whole point of a vaccine is to, is to introduce something to your immune system and for your immune system um, to have a response to it. So if your immune system is also busy with something else, um, but again, you know, that that is, again, my point of where you need to get that that individual information from from your your physician and just see what they think in terms of if it's a good idea for you or if you should wait um, or whatnot. Yeah, well, I won't talk to a respirologist till the end of April. 
after a pulmonary function test. So. Right. Okay. Well, it might not be, you know, in the meantime, stay safe and, you know, socially distance, wear a mask, all those things. And, 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 you know, the end of April will be here before we know it. Appreciate the call in. It's 1129. Lots of time here. 416-870-6400. You know, it's funny. I have four people in my family that uh, either for the fact that they're age, uh, they became eligible or because they, they work in the medical profession have been vaccinated. Uh, one's 56, one's 60, one's 75, one's 79. All four of them have had COVID before a couple months ago. And they, uh, oh, really? and my mom, yeah. yeah, my mom was also vaccinated. She's 87. She didn't have COVID, but she got the first step of the vaccine. No ill effects. Now, everybody, the other four in my family that had COVID, I think it's because they still have antibodies possibly in their body. Second day after the vaccine, they felt like absolute garbage. I mean, it takes a day yeah. or two to pass. So I think that's a very common thing. Fever, chills, muscle aches, headaches, yeah. just generally feeling like shite. I, I've, I, I, haven't, uh, I haven't had COVID, thankfully, but I did get the mm-hmm. vaccine. The only thing that I had was my arm was sore for about 24 hours where yeah. the needle went in, but otherwise I I feel totally fine. Yeah, not that it would be a deterrent in any measure, but you might just have to suck it up if you've been sick with COVID before then getting the uh, getting the vaccine. Kathleen, thanks for uh, standing by for a moment. How are you this morning? I'm okay. How are you? Great. What's on your mind? Uh, well, I'm just wondering. I'm finding that um, I'm knowing some people who are getting the vaccine, and it to me it seems like it's giving them possibly a fault uh, sense of security, sort of a green light to, yeah. you know, resume yeah. life as normal. Good what call. I'm yeah. wondering is, are stats being collected? Well, I guess they are, but are they being anywhere available of people who are, you know, getting COVID, hospitalized, and and they're vaccinated? Like, what kind of stats are being gathered with that? Um, that's a good question in terms of serious illness. I've seen some stats that say um, that if you've been vaccinated, the risk of serious illness is like extremely low, like under 1%, um, even lower than that. And I have, you know, the reality is I, I think another stat that I read was that 6% of people that are vaccinated have still gotten COVID and had like, you know, they actually had symptoms and things like that. But the important thing, again, to understand with all, like, you know, if, let's just replace the COVID vaccine with anything else, like, you know, the mumps vaccine. The, the mumps vaccine does not prevent the mumps virus from getting into your body, right? Like that, that can only be protected by you not being around people with mumps um, and, and eliminating exposure, right? What it right. does do is if that virus is introduced to your body for whatever reason through exposure, you have the antibodies already ready to respond to that. And that's the same thing in this case. And that's why that you started by saying that false sense of security. The reality is we can't have the false sense of security. All the vaccines are intended to do is give you a level of of, of protection. They don't eliminate exposure. What eliminates exposure is not being around the virus. And the reality is right now we're in a pandemic. The virus is everywhere. So that's why you've still got to do the other things like socially distance as much as possible, wear the mask and, 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 and so forth. And you can still you can still transmit, right? You can still be a carrier. Of course, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, no different again than if you got the mumps, right? And right. you know, although you have, uh, you might not get anything from it. You still have the virus now introduced to your body. I do think it would be a lot harder to transmit because your body would create an a, an extreme or a quick immune response. Um, right. But yeah, you still have got to be careful for sure. And and that's not like people think that that's only this vaccine, right? Like that's the funny thing that people are using those arguments. It's like, but that's the case for everything else. It's just 
everything else is not a pandemic. Like any other right. thing that we deal with <laughs> isn't a pandemic. It's not everywhere we turn. So it, it's, right. it's essentially the same. So my last little question is, um, reading a lot about variants, but I'm not reading that, you know, there's a guarantee that these vaccines cover the variants. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's important. You're, you're right that, that there is no guarantee, but that's also why it's important that people, now there is some stuff that shows it still does create a level of protection, no different than the flu shot, right? Like the flu shot is always the best guess at what the variant is going to be in that particular year. And it still right. helps to decrease serious um, illness a lot of the time. So, you know, that's the thing. That's why it's so important to nip this thing right now and get as many people because once you eliminate the pandemic level, then it, then that's where the herd immunity exists. So that, that, that's, you know, it's more complicated than people think. People think this is simple, but it's not simple. Right. Right. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. Stay well. No problem. Uh, thanks, Thank you, Kathleen. You Appreciate the call. Alvin, I'm going to get to you after a short break because it is that time of the morning, but stay on the line. Do not go anywhere, Alvin. We'll talk to you and you as well. The uh, number 416-870-6400. 416-870-6400. Uh, Pinpoint Health Show continues right here. Global News Radio. Hey, welcome back. We are uh, going to continue on here. 1137 Pinpoint Health Show. You'll want to reach out now here on air. Ask some questions for Dr. Lou. He's armed. He's ready. 416-870-6400 is the way uh, to go about doing that. Alvin, thank you so much for uh, for standing by during that break there. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm very good, gentlemen. How are you? Wonderful. What's uh, what's on your mind? Well, Dr. Lou, I, I, I just got a couple of questions. I'm a 67-year-old senior, and I have been doing a lot of reading. And uh, just this week, I noticed in um, over in Europe, there was an article, front page, of there's been 3,400 uh, patients that have been given the vaccine that have died from it. But there's no nothing on social media to warn people or anything. So um, I don't know what to believe anymore. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous about getting the vaccine. Yeah, yeah I, I have not seen that article, so I'm not aware of whatever it is you're talking about. Here, here's the reality. I believe that the current number right now is that around the world, something like half a billion doses of the vaccine have been delivered. So if you, on average, that means you need two doses to be sort of fully protected. So we're talking 250 million people have been vaccinated. Um, I don't know that there's been a causation link with with those deaths. Maybe there is. I I don't know the article you're referring to. But this brings me back to my conversation at the beginning. The, you know, there is... It's co- it could be coincidence, right? Like you could get a vaccine and get hit by a bus tomorrow, right? Like you can't say, well, see, I got killed because I got a vaccine. <laughs> and heart attacks, strokes, all of these other things, unfortunately happen to humans. And we're all at risk of it, all, all of us at any point, right? So is it correlation or is it causation would be my first question. The second thing that I would say is when you consider the number of 3,400 versus 250 million, I mean, if if we gave 250 million people Tylenol, um, we'd probably see tens of thousands of deaths from liver issues and things like that. Like, there is a risk to everything. I please, I don't want people to sort of um, think that I'm saying that there's no inherent risk. There's an inherent risk to everything we do in life. Getting a, in a in a car and driving is an inherent risk, right? I I I just think when you look at the overall numbers, it is vastly 
safer to do it than not to do it especially in someone like your case where you're saying you're you're elderly and i think it would be a worse thing for you to get um covid19 but having said that i don't know everything about your particular health that's where yeah. i would say you speak to your your primary care provider well, about what they think about you getting it well i noticed in canada there was a chart and it said that the heart attacks are down um, exactly. The, uh, the flu is non-existent. That's right. The cold, since COVID came on, so um, you know, with people dying, like, and but people are dying. So why aren't why aren't people basically, as you were saying about heart attacks and the flu? Flu is non-existent right now. But the flu is non-existent, not because the flu doesn't exist, because there's isolation. Like, everyone is wearing a mask. In what other flu season was that ever the case? If we had Never. if we had this all the time, there would be no flu. Like, if you wear a mask, right. sanitize, don't touch one another, there's, there's going to be very little other microbes. The, you know, like, that's yeah, well, just the reality. That, that's not yeah, surprising to me. They were saying that viruses also are in... Around there's thousands of viruses that we breathe in and out every day. All the time, they live all on the your time. skin. All there's the all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny they they say that. And that's why they, a lot of proponents are you know keeping your kids inside and keeping them uh, hermetically sealed. It's like you know let them go out and eat dirt. They got to have a little bit of that. But to but to the point, your point, Doctor Lou, with the flu. I mean, when's the last time you you know you ran your hand up a rail of an escalator at a shopping mall? Not happening. Yeah, well, like it, it's just not happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, of course, exactly. of course, all those things. The other things about heart attacks and things like that, the unfortunate part is, um, you know, one of the things that creates heart attacks as well that people aren't realizing is stress, right? Like a lot of people just, you know, the people that I've talked to, like you're not dealing with driving in rush hour traffic as much. Like stress might also be down. Maybe for some it's up. I don't know, right? Like I'm I'm just, yeah. there's, there. we can't always assume my big thing that I'll always come back to is the difference between correlation and causation. And yeah. those are two important things. We can't say that because two things happen at the same period of time that one equals the other. It might just be coincidence. Things happen at the same time. And so, you know, I, I, that that's a reality. I, I, that, that, yes, I've heard the same stats that things like heart attacks are down. Um, maybe, maybe people are less stressed. Yeah, maybe people are getting better sleep, working from home. You yeah, don't know. I, I don't know, it's... yeah. Yeah, there's a million different factors, you know, and, and, and to your point about, you know, 50 million people getting this vaccine. Yeah, and exactly. 50 million people all jumped on their bikes, went out for a ride. There's a certain number. They're going to get smoked by a car. It's just it's just or, or have a heart attack or for sure. how many times we've we've seen it in marathons where, you know, every now and then we will hear of somebody that dies during a marathon due to some type of cardiac event that that has yeah. an inherent risk to it. I mean, anybody people do all different types of things and there's an inherent risk to everything that we do. I'm not someone that's trying to say that there's no risk to any of this stuff. Of course there is, but that that's actually just called life. Um, yeah. we, we have, we have an inherent risk being alive. Yeah, totally. Let's take a short break. John, I'll get to your call after a break. So hang on, please. would love to talk to you and you as well. You still got some time at uh, 1143 here, 416-870-6400. Pinpoint Health Show continues. This is Global News Radio.
1147, back to the Pinpoint Health Show. You want to reach out to uh, Dr. Lou, help, uh, info rather, at pinpointhealth.ca. You can go to uh, the Lou Down, the long-form podcast in pinpointhealth.ca, the website to find a clinic that is uh, running and helping near you. I want to get to uh, to John. Thanks for standing by, John. Good morning. Good morning. God bless us all from the God-man Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And happy you got Easter it. Advance to everyone. Happy Easter. What's the correlation, doctor, and causation of... Uh, the vaccine versus just, you know, common sense, exercise, our immune system, our respiratory system, you know, getting out there, having good sleep, as opposed to maybe taking this, you know, this, you know, silver bullet that really isn't a silver bullet. In fact, it's, it's causing a lot of death throughout the world and it's stopped in 25 or 27 countries now. I've stopped it. America's sending us vaccines or they're saying it's a vaccine, but then they're also saying it's a messenger RNA, which is a gene therapy which is doing more harm than good, what's the causation and, and correlation uh, between the common sense and just your, our, our common immune system and, say, a vaccine or a, a gene, you know, gene therapy, you know, mRNA? Uh, what, what's the causation and correlation of those things? Yeah, I'm not sure that I exactly understand your question. I mean, I'm a proponent, obviously, of a healthy lifestyle. It's essentially what I talk about every every week about being healthy, um, exercise, doing the right things. Um, but the reality is, you know, sometimes no matter how healthy you think you are, there's always things that can do uh, that, that you can do better or you might be susceptible to something that, although you're healthy, you, you, you weren't aware of. So, um, you know, I think, again, a lot of this, like, for me, this is the way I look at it. And I don't mean this in any what I'm about to say is not meant to be critical, but what is your education around, say, gene therapy or vaccinations or a healthy lifestyle? Like, what, what education do you have around that? Yeah, God bless you for asking that. <laughs> uh, I studied medical school, and now I'm a uh, practicing lawyer. The, okay. the fact that we're looking, I'm glad you're, you know, critical thinking is so important. And that's what we do yeah. every, we do that every Saturday at, you know, Queens, Queens Park on the north side. We had 20,000 people, critical thinkers last week, and maybe, you know, 50,000 this week in Toronto, but not covered, you know, not covered by, you know, by the prostitute media, unfortunately, where people are saying, you know, let's just have common sense. Let's get back outside. Let's be with each other. Let's not be the, you know, the Seinfeld uh, episode of the boy in the bubble, yeah. which so, is a rare so just, genetic. John, a rare genetic John just to interrupt you, uh, um, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Listen, I, I, number one, I'm not, I don't necessarily agree with all the measures that have been imposed. Number one, I, I think things could have been done very, very differently. Um, yeah. That's not the conversation. I, my question to you was, you're a lawyer, right? So if I tried to tell you something in the legal realm, I would be absolutely discredited because I have no legal training whatsoever. So my job is also to read science for the, the people that are scientists that are doing this work, read the peer-reviewed journals. Um, and and see what the research shows. That's science. That's that's how science evolves. I, we can again. Yeah. There might be. Some, listen, I don't know. I don't know. We might find something in the future or whatever it may be. Um, but I, from the way it seems right now, to me, it doesn't seem. And gene therapy. That is the future of medicine. By the way, like those types of things. The thought that medicine is intended. Every people have said this forever. People have been saying this for 150 years as medical therapies have evolved, that it's all there and it's bad and it's really trying to actually kill people, yet people live longer, they live healthier. Um, and so I think the thing that ruins us most goes back to your first point, is I think most of the population, you know, any good doctor will tell you that they don't want to intervene in your health. 
health. So you should do the right things. We know that having a healthy lifestyle, eating healthy, exercising decreases the risk of all-cause mortality. The reality is people still smoke, they still drink, they still eat unhealthy, they eat all the crap that they want to eat, and then they get sick and they want to blame it on someone else. It is always a psychological principle, I'm sure that you would know as well, is it is always easier for us to, anything that's good, it's easier for humans to say, oh, that's a result because I'm great. But anything that's bad, it's always easier to say, oh, that's someone else's fault. Sometimes you've yeah. got to look internal <laughs> as well. And I agree with you. I'm a proponent. I'm not saying I, I'm not a believer in just, you know, have your body full of medicines and do everything else wrong or whatever it is. No, no doctor is. No good doctor is. Everyone wants you to live a healthy lifestyle. In the realm that I deal with, I'm constantly telling people to do that if they don't want to have uh, the surgeries, the, the rehab, all the stuff that they've got to do. Sometimes it's just about being healthier, and I agree. And if the, the reality is, if we were healthier, maybe we wouldn't be in such a crisis. That's the thing I've been saying from, from day one. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the therapies that are being introduced for this are you know, the devil and, and that they're really actually bad for us. Um, I, I don't know about that. I, I believe in science. I believe in the scientific method. It's gotten us to this point in society. Look at all the great things we have. So I'm not going to be hypocritical and say that science is good for some things and then for other things it's negative. Science is the best thing that humans have ever created. Well said, man. 416-870-6400. Let's get down to Kimberly. Kimberly, thanks for taking the time. Good morning. Good morning. Um, morning. My my question is uh, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I, I, I'm shocked that anybody's questioning around the vaccine, but that's just my personal opinion. I've been in lockdown for months now because yeah. of, uh, I'm 60 and I have, I'm going to be 60 and I have a lot of, I have, I have some health issues. One okay. of them being my mental health and yeah. now trying to get the vaccine is driving me crazy. Like, you know, I'm registered, but I haven't gotten a number back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so that, so that goes back to my comments before where I don't necessarily agree with what's happened. Even the distribution of the vaccine, I think there's some people that should have been prioritized versus just based on age. Like there's people with severe comorbidities. And, and sort of your point there, uh, Kimberly, ties me into the other point where that last gentleman was saying, like, if we were all just healthier, I'm sure you could agree with this. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Sometimes you just get unlucky and you're not as healthy as you ideally want to be because yeah. things just happen. I know people who are you would think are extremely healthy and then all of a sudden get cancer like that. That's nobody's fault. That stuff, that's exactly. uh, the reality of being human. And for people to just say, oh, you know, if you're healthier, you won't have to worry. I think it's so reductionistic and it's actually insulting because some people yes. don't make the choice to be unhealthy. They actually make the choice to be as healthy as possible and bad things still happen. Um, yeah. so, you know, I, and I just want to bring that up because I think it ties into what the last gentleman said, where, you, you know, there's this frustration where everyone just thinks it's simple, where, you know, just snap yeah. your fingers and be healthy. It's not that some people yeah. don't have access because of their socioeconomic status. Some people have other things like whatever it may be. It's, it's not always black and white. Exactly. And I mean, you name it, I do it. I take the vitamins, yeah. I walk, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. And my mental health wouldn't be as good as it is and my physical health if I didn't. So I'm a yep. huge advocate for that. I, I'm the cleanest eater I know. I have to be. Yep. But yep. my issue is 
is that now this new level of stress is on me because I'm frantically trying to go anywhere to get the vaccine and I can't. So it's Yeah, and, and listen, that that is very much like, that's very much like the political side of this which unfortunately I I fully agree with you by the way. Um uh, you know the the whole rollout from a political level has been horrible, right? Even in terms of where we yeah. stand in the world in terms of vaccine rollout. Like I, I just was looking at some stats and Israel has almost 60 or 70% of their population yeah. vaccinated and you know, there's countries yeah. up there that I've never even heard of the name of to be, you know, makes me sound ignorant. But the fact that Canada um, has done what it's done is is pretty, I think, embarrassing on a world stage. But that's a whole other conversation. And yeah. I just can simply say for you from a health perspective, I agree with your frustration. Um, but hopefully things in the, you know, give it a little bit of time, uh, you know, and okay. I think things will start to change. Okay, thank you. I thank you. And I just to anybody out there that's experiencing that because you know like i'm yelling at the radio i'm like I want <laughs> i'm not here and arguing and you know what i mean so thank you and anybody out there being frustrated i i'm yeah. trying to do that three weeks to four weeks i'm hoping things open up right you know like right. i'm saying so because it is really frustrating what the politically has happened around us so yeah thank you yeah. Yeah, thank you, Kimberly. Echo echo those uh, sentiments too. It's it's like you said, until the time where you can get everything uh, you know squared away with the vaccine and otherwise, we keep saying it on the show, Doctor Lou. Healthy lifestyle. I mean, you know, get out there, eating well, vigorous exercise, four or five times a week. It really is a fountain of youth, and not and fountain of youth meaning not it's going to make you younger, but it's going to allow you to do the things you can do now in your youth longer into your life. That's what it really means is being able to capable to enjoy your life as long as you can, right? That's that's I think generally how you do it. I think you'd agree with that. That's right. It is pretty much done for today. Appreciate all your phone calls. Hell of a topic. We might pick that up again next week. In the meantime, one eight five 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 Doctor Lou D R L O U to reach out. Info at pinpointhealth.ca. The Lou Downs Long Form Podcast. And simply go to the uh, clinic's website, pinpointhealth.ca, to uh, reach out to Dr. Lou. Find a clinic near you. They are serving people. They are open, and they are doing all the protocols and taking care of you. So check it out, pinpointhealth.ca. And we'll catch you next time in the Pinpoint Health Show right here, Global News Radio. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.